Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Habits You Love a thought-provoking podcast about self-love, self-healing, and spiritual evolution. I'm Kayla Fazio, the host, and I take you on the journey of my own trauma healing and share real, raw, and authentic life situations. My mission is to expand your mind to what you think is possible for you and provoke thoughts of looking at your own healing you may need and help you discover the power you have within you to build healthy habits and create a life you love. If you haven't yet, click the follow button and leave a review. Also, check out my website, www.habitsyoulove.com, where you can find even more resources, healing practices, and support. Now, let's get to the episode. All right, guys, welcome back to Habits You Love. I'm so excited for, this is not just a guest today. This is my sister, friend, soulmate, the most important guest Mm -hmm. I'm going to have on this show. So you better listen up. That's right, honey. This is the real deal. (laughs) (laughs) We're already laughing. Oh, my God. So I have my, obviously, best friend, Rachel, on the podcast. Everyone, welcome her. Woo! Snap, 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 snap. So happy to be here. We are in Colorado at a house. We are laying in this king-size bed. With three dogs. With three dogs. Um, it is, what time is it? It's 2.30 in the afternoon, and we're drinking red wine. And we're recording this podcast, so it's going to be great. Where's your wine glass? Give me oh. a cheers, girl. Clink. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. Oh, yes. So I'm visiting Kayla this week in Colorado. She's up here, and um, I moved back to America about six or seven weeks ago, and we have not had... Good girl time, just the two of us. We've seen each other a lot in the past couple of months, but it has not just been us well, two. Well, we haven't really had that in a long time, because when I would come visit you, it'd be like, there was someone else there. Yep. you come visit me, or you would actually always go to Oklahoma, so it'd be like, okay, when can we hang out? So, Yep, so this is a this rarity. Is, this is amazing. Yeah. We've really needed this girl time, and we've been together. I got here on Friday. Today's Monday, so... It's been amazing. God, I feel like it's been like a week. I know. We still have a week left. (laughs) No, it's been great. I'm excited that you are here. We're also doing some work for our other podcast, which Rachel does an amazing job at. If you haven't heard me talk about it, it's the It Doesn't End Here podcast. Do you want to tell them what that's about? Yes. Uh, Kayla and I created It Doesn't End Here last year in 2021, and it was pretty much came up with the idea, I came up with the idea to make the podcast after I watched Kayla go through a very manipulative, toxic relationship with a man that I honestly could not stand. <laughs> he made my like skin itch and crawl. It just, ugh, disgusting. So once she finally, <laughs> <laughs> so once she finally got away from Mr. Wannabe, yeah. um, which we talk about in season one of It Doesn't End Here, um, I convinced Kayla to tell the world about it so she could educate other ladies on how she got into that situation and what happened during it and how she got out of it. So that is the basis of how it came about. And since then, it's evolved. It's growing. We're creating season three right now. We've received emails from women all over the world. Um, We launched a podcast, what, June last year, 2021? And since June 2021, as of today, we have over 100,000 downloads. We have almost three 
100,000 listens, and we've been streamed in 108 countries. So it's pretty incredible. Yeah. It blew me away. Had no idea what was going to come out of it. And, you know, it's pretty it's pretty incredible. Your story has helped so many women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. that, And we've been in the top charts. Like, we well, are number five in oh, relationships yeah. on Apple. And I saw who we were with in the top five. We were number five, and Glennon Doyle was number six. Yeah. Yes, honey. So that is quite the achievement. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so we are here working on that too, working on season three, and we're just having fun too. Like we're honestly still in our comfy clothes in, in bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly not doing much today. We're doing, we're venturing out one time later to do some hot yoga. So much needed. Hey, it's a, we had a Sunday fun day yesterday. This is a, it's did. a good day to just relax. Oh, it is. You never know what day it is. Like it, this feels like Sunday. Anyway. Okay. So we have been friends for over 20 years. We met in middle school and because we both went to different elementaries and we ended up going to the same middle school. So we met in sixth grade and have not been apart hardly ever since. Yeah. I remember, I actually remember like seeing you for the first time. Oh my gosh. What was that like? Um, where like was the, the people part in the hallway and then like yes like signs and banners and trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> there should have been there should have been a whole parade for you. <laughs> no, no we kidding. were so like in a, in our middle school that we went to there was like blocks or like I don't remember remember there was like yeah. A B C D and uh, yeah. you were like t- in a team, I was team so you were I in was a team. team C you yeah. were always team C I kind of jumped around and we didn't you didn't get to pick your team no. it just was like random. So I was on team D in sixth grade and you were on team C, but team C and D shared a hallway. Yeah. And so I would always remember seeing you as you would go in and out of like one of these classrooms. And I just remember like thinking you were so cute. Like you were really, I don't know. I just thought you were like, you always had your hair done really nice because you've always been really good at doing your hair. (laughs) And um, I remember you had a shirt from... Oh Hollister. God. Oh God. What? Girl, you <laughs> know, detailed. I know, you know, I have a photographic memory. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I have like the best memory in the world. I don't know how I have this memory, was but it I do. Was it navy blue? Nope. It was white and it said Cocoa Beach and 86 on the oh, front. Okay. It was from Abercrombie and Fitch and I had Oh, the... they said Hollister. Oh, maybe I did. Sorry. It was from Abercrombie. Okay. And, um, I had the exact same shirt. And that's your favorite number. And it was my favorite. 86 is my favorite number. Yeah. I don't know. Don't ask yeah, me why. I was going to say, for <laughs> what? I don't know. Well, I guess it's because, like, when I was younger, I was either number eight or number six in class, like, when I was a kid, because my last name started with an F. So, like, in the lineup of how your, like, alphabetical would be, I'd either be number six or number eight. Oh. And then when I played t-ball and stuff, my number was 86. So, here I am, 32 years old, and it's still my number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's never a number you would see doing anything. But anyways, I know, it's, it's just really so random. Funny. But anyway, so I remember, like, seeing you and thinking that you were, like, really magnetic, and I was, like, attracted to you before we were even friends. Oh, my gosh, how funny. I don't even remember, like, how we started hanging out. Oh, God, I remember that, too. Oh, shit. All right, <laughs> here we go. I'm learning stuff today. <laughs> Your memory is terrible, though. It is. You, I, don't some, know. I have selective memory about You do. Things. You do. I think it was your childhood. Maybe yeah. you were blocking well, things out. I don't know what was going on. Um, so we have another friend, Jesse, who is your other best friend from when you were, like, two years old. Yeah. And Jesse and I had classes together. So Jesse and I became really good friends. And then I remember she invited me to come stay the night at your house one night. She was like, she was like, I'm going to go stay the night with my friend Kayla. Do you want to come? And I was like, is that okay? And you were like, yeah. So the very first time you and I ever hung out, I came to your house for a slumber party to hang out with you and Jesse. And it was, it was that day we never parted. Oh my gosh. How funny. You don't remember that? No. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad one of us has a good memory to store all of these I'm things. I'm so sorry. Um, I mean, no, now that you say Jesse, now that's clicking that like she kind of She was our in between. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember that. But I just don't remember that first night. I mean. I don't remember obviously. I'm sure it. we had my Canon camera out taking like 100 photos. We were in sixth grade. Did we have the cameras back in sixth grade? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Definitely middle school. Maybe not sixth grade, but. Yeah. I remember we watched Drumline. 
with Nick Cannon. Oh yeah, we watched that all. We the time. always watched Drumline, Sweetest Thing. What was our other movies we watched? Um, they were super un- un- inappropriate. I for mean, our we age. watched like uh, Save the Last Dance. Save the Last obviously. Dance, obviously. <laughs> that was our go-to. It's still one of my go-tos. Still go-to. Anytime so I it's on TV, I'm like, oh, yep, plans are yep, canceled. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta watch Save the Last Dance. I gotta reenact the club. Oh, dance. we watched. The we actually dance. even learned that like that. What Don't was the song? stop. Get it. Get it. Oh, yeah. Don't stop getting it. I love it. I love it. We learned the dance. So, yeah, that was fun. We were, that's kind of how we connected and never been apart since. So, I remember Rachel, her parents were very lenient. Mine were very strict. But, I mean, not that, honestly, sixth to eighth grade wasn't as bad. But, um, like, with whatever. But I remember wanting to go to your house because you had everything to yourself. You had your own room. You had... My own a computer, f- own computer, your own phone line. Yep. You're like I had I my own answering machine by the age of by the age of 13. I had my own phone <laughs> line and my own answering machine. I used to like go out of town and be like, "Hi guys, I'm away in Colorado. <laughs> Please leave me a message, and I will maybe get back to you." Like, <laughs> like so many people trying to talk to you. <laughs> I'd come back and have like three messages. <laughs> This is your grandma. <laughs> this is your aunt. Yes, my no, parents were pretty like lenient, and so I could always have people over, and we, we had could always go to your room, and they would never. Bother they would us. never bother us. They would let us just do our thing. We had, you know, AOL Instant Messenger. We could get on there, and get in the chat rooms. We could do all all the things we shouldn't have been doing. We could do. Let me just say, I saw things that I cannot unsee in <laughs> Rachel's room on that computer. <laughs> it's true. So. I'm sorry. I'm just, I just was helping you out, girl. Giving you, we were educating ourselves for the future, and I here know, we are. I know. I always tell people, it's like, they always think boys are the ones that are super curious about sex and all this kind of stuff, but honestly, girls are just as curious. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and maybe that's yeah. just me. Well, no, they're just as curious. I just feel like it's stuff like that's geared more towards men, like magazines and like yeah. stuff like that. It's yeah, there's really not thing. like a lot for like young girls to like be able to figure out like what's what if you're curious, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so we definitely were very confused at the shit we were watching. <laughs> well, obviously we were on LimeWire downloading yeah. God knows what and oh then it, it just... It's just not good. Let's just Let's move. Just, we need to, we'll move on from We need that. to move on from this. <laughs> so we've been friends for over 20 years. So we've obviously have so many stories. Many stories. I mean, a lot of them, obviously, I can't remember. But a few stick out to me. So what do you think, if one memory sticks out to you, like the most embarrassing thing that we've ever done together? Oh, God. There's so many there's, There's so, so many. many. Oh my god! Do you want to start like from when we're young or something when yeah. we're like more adults? Okay, I'll start because mine is when we were mm. we were younger. Okay. Um, we were sixteen, and so at this time, obviously, we can both drive. And this is when like I started getting really rebellious. I was lying cause just because my parents were more strict, so I felt like I had to lie a lot just because I wanted to do what I wanted to do. One night, however, it happened. I don't even know. Me, Rachel, and another girl stayed the night at a boy's house, and it was three other boys. And, and we snuck in. Did we sneak in? I thought yeah. his parents knew. No, his parents. Did oh, not okay. Know. His parents didn't know we were in the room. We were like, I mean, we we're sixteen. We were sixteen. But we were like on the floor. I don't know. We took up the whole space, obviously. And I wake up to a text from my dad, and apparently he needs his truck, and my car's blocking his truck, and he needs to leave. It's 7 a.m. on a Saturday, and I have the key, so he thinks. I told him I was staying at Rachel's, which is in the same neighborhood, like two minutes away, and he's like, hey, you're at Rachel's, right? Like, I'm going to come get the key, and so I panic, and I tell him that we had already gotten up, and we, like, went to breakfast at IHOP, like, down the street or whatever, and panicking so i'm like i wake you guys up because or Mm -hmm. you at least because i was like we have to go like my dad's trying to come to your house right now and get something from me and i told him i was there and i don't know it just started getting really sketchy i think he started to well we were trying to like like prolong it we were trying trying to to tell him like oh we went to ihop and um now we're here yeah because where we were staying was far away yeah so i I couldn't be there in two minutes so i was like we were trying to find all these ways to make it seem like we were couldn't get there (sighs) then um i don't know i think he could just start to tell so i we were panicking and we even were like okay we're on the way we're on the way and he's like where are you like you could tell he you could tell he knew it was up so then we i told him and we acted like rachel's car broke down (laughs) So first we were at IHOP at 7 a.m. for on a Saturday, like teenage girls not happening. 
And then I told him her car broke down <laughs> and we were just stalling and it was the worst because my I was just stumbling at that point. Like Yeah, it was, no, it was nothing was late. making sense it was at that too point. Late. Yes. <laughs> so then we finally crossed paths in the neighborhood. I remember I told you like, hey, like let's go this way. So it looks like we're coming from your house. And he was going to your house. So we ran into him in the neighborhood, you know, going opposite directions. And we stopped the cars and he makes me get out and obviously get in the car. And he sees that my car is not broken down. Yeah, we're obviously (laughs) very much okay. And you could just tell he was mad. And he was like, get in the car later. And then he, I'm sure he was going to go into investigative mode. So I I saved the day though. You saved the day. (laughs) Tell him what happened. (laughs) So, as I said, my parents were pretty lenient, and they trusted me when they really should not have um, <laughs> as much as they did. I mean, I was a good kid in terms of, like, my grades were good, and I wasn't doing, like, drugs and alcohol and things like that at that time because we were, like, 16. You know, so I called my mom as soon as her Kayla's dad, you know, Kayla gets out of my car, gets into her dad's car. I can tell that she's obviously in big trouble. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit, it's about to go down. <laughs> it was like, oh, no, she's like, no. She gets out of the car. She gets in her her dad's car. I don't know what he said. He he said something to me. And I was like, okay. I immediately called my mom. And I was like, mom, this isn't going to make any sense to you. But I need you to lie. When Kayla's dad calls you, I need you to tell him that she stayed the night at my house. And she's like, why? And I pretty much made up a story saying, I think, that like we stayed at another girl's house that you your parents didn't like, so you lied to them so you could stay at a sleepover with all yeah, of us. Yeah. And that that was it. I did not tell my mom we were at a boy's house. Um, so I continued this lie. And then I guess my mom lied and said that you were at my house. So I know you still got in trouble for lying about my car being broke down and stuff, but I don't think your parents ever knew you stayed at a boy's house. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I don't remember that part if I ever admitted or... You probably cracked under the pressure, to be honest. <laughs> Kayla was always one to crack under the pressure. If she was with me, if she was with me, she could stay strong because I would do the talking. But if she was on her own, I knew she she was a goner. I'm I'm pretty sure I got in trouble, but I don't know what I would have gotten in trouble for. I don't don't know. know. I don't know. But I do remember I had to call your parents and I like apologized to them for any misunderstanding and then I loved your family because I wanted to make sure that you could still hang out with me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And obviously it was fine after that. Yep. Yeah, I usually got, God, if I was in trouble, it was at least a week grounded. Like no phone. Maybe two weeks. There's been a, there was a couple times. It was definitely two weeks. But you just got to go on your merry way. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I had a great time that day. I was like, okay, bye, Kayla. See you in two weeks. <laughs> Call me. I'll be at school or wherever, yeah. whatever time of year it was. Fuck. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's a good story. I have not thought about that in so long. I don't know why I think about it all the time. I like picture your freaking Hunter Green uh-huh. explorer, like mm-hmm. driving down, meeting my dad's like maroon truck. See, mm-hmm. I have a good memory of some things. The traumatic things. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. And uh, um, I just, yeah, it was, I just remember it. You know what, you, you, know what I, you know what I, you know what I remember us doing? What? We like pull up and we were like laughing. You remember that? Yeah. We were like trying to play dumb. Uh-huh. Like, we I do remember. To play dumb. We were like, oh my God, the car broke down. <laughs> I know. I oh do remember God. that. I do remember that. We were so stupid. Like, oh why did, God. why did we think that was going to work? I don't know. Panicking. We could have thought of anything else. We could have just said, we're at IHOP. And then we could have drove to IHOP and sat in the parking lot. I know. And he could have met us there. I know. We're idiots. I know. We were like doing like a chase. I know. Like a chase we, were the just city. Like, we were just panicked. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. That's a good story. Okay. What story am I going to tell? So that was from when we were 16. Yeah. I'm going to tell something that was a little bit more adult. When, how old were we when we, we went to Catalina Island? May 2016. So we were 26. Okay. So we were like 26. Um, we, our other best friend, Alyssa, she was pregnant and her husband was deployed. So we went out to San Diego area to stay with her um, for like a weekend or I can't remember. Yeah, it was like three or four days. Very short. So while we were there, Alyssa was our designated driver and Kayla and I were just living it up. I mean, we were there with her and, you know, she was pregnant and she was like, I don't care. You guys drink and do whatever you want to do. So one of the days we decided to go to Catalina Island. We get to Catalina Island um, we get a golf cart. We're driving all over the place. Well, Kayla and I had got some gummies. 
A lot. A lot of gummies from like all different kinds. Yeah. Suckers, sour strips. Yes, I remember the sour like, strips. <laughs> I remember the sour strips the most because I think I ate the whole bag. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where not, the story takes a yeah, turn. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I did not oh, know. This is yes. my first time ever, uh, ever, yeah. ever doing edibles. You too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'd never done it before. And I didn't know what to expect. And I kept not feeling anything. Yep. And like, I we swear. We were sitting on this golf cart for two hours. Yeah, we were just driving around the golf cart. I kept eating these like sour straws. And half a day goes by. We had a great day. And then we parked the golf cart to step off of it. We step off of it. And a wave of just, I don't even know what you want to call it. A wave like, of highness. <laughs> being like, super high. It was like almost worse than intoxication. Like oh, it was so like bad. the gummies overtook. I think it's because we just sat down for so body. long. <laughs> it affects, Kayla does not react well to any type of weed at mm-hmm. all. So it was worse for you than me. So bad. She steps off this thing. She can barely walk. Mm-hmm. I'm like holding her. I'm like, come on, babe. We're going to go get you some, we're going to go get some ice cream. Yep. We go to the ice, this like really cute ice cream parlor. Kayla proceeds to try every single flavor. Did I? You tried at least half. <laughs> the little spoons. I don't the little that. spoons. Well, can I try that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we try all these ice creams and then we finally get some. We go sit in the sun and she just straight passes out. Mm-hmm. Like it's like 2 p.m. Maybe? I don't know. 3 2, 3 p.m. Yeah. We had to wait for like the ferry to take yeah. us back to like the mainland. Yeah. So um we were waiting on this ferry. We finally get on the ferry, get her home. And I kid you not, guys, when I say that Kayla slept for 17 hours, she was mm-hmm. dead to the world. I was, like, worried. I was, like, does she not have to pee? Does she not need to get it? Like, is she okay? Uh, like, checked your pulse. I'm, like, she's alive. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I remember I had to go out to dinner with Alyssa yeah. that night. And I was high as a kite. <laughs> I was so high. And we went to the steakhouse. And I don't even remember it. I don't remember but yeah, that was a really funny memory that I have of us. That was pretty embarrassing because we were just so messed up over gummies. Like well, I had on no the idea. Island, I passed out, and then some girl you're talking to, yeah, was like asking if, like, if I was drunk or okay. Yeah, they were like, "Is she okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm she's just fine." Tired. I got her. I got her. She's just tired. She's like, she looks more than tired. I'm like, mind your own business. <laughs> so I fell asleep on the island. I fell asleep on the ferry to the car. I fell asleep from the car to the house, and then right, went right to bed. I'm pretty sure I like helped you inside. Mm, oh, probably. You slept in your jeans Mm -hmm. in your shirt in your bra I took off your shoes and you just face planted on the bed (laughs) and you stayed there for 17 hours sure (laughs) it was so bad it was the worst and still to this day you don't do that kind of stuff I can't it just doesn't work yeah yeah it's not good for you no no that was a real that's one of my favorite memories though funny (laughs) I I remember that I remember what I can of that for sure yeah I just remember like I remember the feeling of stepping off the golf cart and being like whoosh (laughs) like like Oh, my God. I feel like I went out of my body. Anyway. Crazy. Okay. Enough with the embarrassing moments. Um, How in the last 20 years, how have we seen each other grow? How do you think oh we've gosh. grown? I mean, we've so seen... So much. We've seen... Kayla and I lived together in college. So we moved in together when we were, what, 18? Yeah. And then we lived together for a few years. We went lived together. We worked together at the mm-hmm. same restaurant. We took we most of the same fo- classes. We would always follow each other wherever we worked. Like yes, Ted's pearls. pearls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we worked at some of the different places, and so we were kind of like, I mean, honestly, inseparable. We were joint at the hip for so many years, all the way through middle school, high school, and even into our early years of college. Mm-hmm. So we were really the same for a long time, and we've always been like, I mean, we're different, like. We're so similar in some ways and we're very different in some ways. But I think that we've both been able to like see how the other person has like changed. So how would you think, how would you say I've changed? I mean, I think you've done the most recent changing in the last like five years. I would say the biggest change was when you really did take that leap and move to England. Like I was like obviously very sad when you told me it was like because that's more than just getting in my dad's car and having to be grounded for a week (laughs) I was like don't leave (laughs) but like I was so proud of you how you handled all of that like even you know obviously moving there and then getting there and you're just such a strong independent person that like you didn't want to be baby you're like I'll figure it out like you figured out the maps like how to get everywhere yeah. Like you just, you're just a very strong independent person. So, I mean, I think you've always been the same, but I think that just like up leveled you and like made you very, very strong, like in a, in a big way. Honestly, when I like moved to London, it was super difficult because I was away from you 
and you were like my constant. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously my family's yeah. my constant, but like you were like a step deeper than that because it was like all of our friends, all of our nights out, all of our times that we lived together. I hide things from my parents. We've both always hidden things yeah. from our parents and our siblings and even our other friends. We have so many secrets between the two of us that's just like <laughs> ours, <laughs> you yeah. know? And um, so I think when I moved to London and I moved away from every single person I knew and I was going into a new relationship with this guy and I just had to figure it out. And I literally found myself kind of being like, you know, like what would Kayla do in this situation? She would be positive. She would be uplifted. She would be outgoing and not scared. And so you like definitely instilled that in me because you're, you're more outgoing than I am in some ways. Like I can walk into a room and keep to myself where you walk into a room and you're like, hi, oh, I think that's so opposite. Really? Yes. I think. No, really? Yeah. I mean, maybe we're both just equal, but in that, yeah. but I think you can like literally talk to anyone. Like I can, you can talk to anyone. Yeah, I can, but you can too. And yeah, I just I felt like, too. I felt like we've been able to do that together for so long. So when I had to do it on my own and I didn't have you next to me as support yeah. and I was meeting people from different countries. Yeah. That... Usually we meet people together. We're like, oh, this is like, and it always ends up being like the Kayla and Rachel show. Yes, it really does. Everyone's <laughs> like, we, we are so we're fascinated like, with us. Yes. People are like, it's been happened to us multiple uh-huh, times that we yeah. like meet somebody and then they're just like, whoa, like what is going on here? Like, but you guys are, I don't know. It's, it's, it's different. It's yeah. hard when you walk into a relationship with two people that have been in a relationship for like 20 something yeah. years. Yeah. And I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. They can just tell that our chemistry is just like so, yep. so good. So yeah, moving to England definitely like made me have to like finally stand on my own two feet, um, without my family, without all my friends, without you and really just become my own person as in like, Okay. Who is Rachel? Who who am I mm-hmm. without all of them? I know who I am with these people, but now I'm not there and they're not here. So who I am, who am I with just on my own? Mm-hmm. And that was a really long five year process and journey to figure out. I mean, first year I really struggled. I think second year I kind of started to come into it. And then, you know, the third year I was doing really strong and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And then we were locked in our house for like a year mm-hmm. and it kind of just fell apart at that point. So that's why I moved back um, to be closer to you and my family because I've missed you so much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, but I would say that's like the biggest change I saw. It was like, it just took you to a new level. It wasn't new, anything new. It was just like, you just up-leveled yeah. in every area that you already had going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and I hadn't either, but we had grown up Oklahoma 27 years mm-hmm. <laughs> in the same two-mile radius. And then you just went to a different country, which is insane. To live. Yeah, to live, like not to visit. I know. <laughs> so yeah, no, I was, really, like, I was proud of you for doing that though. I was proud of you, too, because you then right after I left, you moved to California and you were on your own. Oh, I had to. I know. I couldn't stay in Oklahoma (laughs) without you. There was no way. I was like, Rachel's the only reason I'm in Oklahoma, pretty much. Well, not the only, but there was no way. I was like, if she's leaving, I'm not staying here. So when did you know you were going to move to London? Like what month? Yeah, I mean, I, Andrew and I were dating 
and I moved in 2017. I met Andrew in 2016. And then when he proposed to me, April 2017, yeah. that's the trip I came back <clears throat> from that trip. And it was like a done deal. Everyone knew I was getting engaged and I was moving to Europe and I was getting my fiance visa. And Yeah. And that's the same month I pretty much got a divorce. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, she's clearly going to leave. <laughs> yep. I have to figure something out. So that's so we kind of both set the plans in motion the same month. Yeah. Really? So. I felt like I had to just take that opportunity. Like, you know, I didn't know. Like, I obviously loved Andrew, but it was more like lust at that point. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know him as well. And he and I even talked about that. Well, what if I get over there and it doesn't work out? You know, and he's like, well, at least we tried. Yeah. At least, you know, like we were both kind of wanting just to try it. And we had to get engaged. We had to get my fiance visa for me to be able to go over there and mm-hmm. to try it. So I know that was really difficult, but you were so supportive Yeah, through the oh, whole thing. You loved Andrew. You were right by my side the entire way. Yeah. But I would go cry at night. <laughs> <laughs> I cried at night no, too. It was, it was stressful. It was really stressful. <sighs> um, so yeah. Oh, I didn't know that you felt like that I could just talk to anybody and like do all that. Oh my that. God, yes. Why, why do you think you're the best wing woman to go out with? Because you're not scared to talk to anyone. It's true. Uh, it's true. Just, okay, just for reference, yesterday, within five minutes of meeting this chick who was obsessed with us for whatever reason. We walked in the bar and she just literally came up like, to us and was like, you guys are beautiful and just started talking to us. Yeah. And then we talked to her for like 30 minutes, changed her life, she cried. made her cry. Yep. Cha- yeah. I don't know, but we just talked to her. <laughs> she was like, I love you both. Like, what is happening? I was like, at freaking Dirk's Bentley bar. Like, yeah, the Dirk's the Bentley hell? bar. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. You just got to take those opportunities when you find them. Like, she was clearly going through yeah, it. She, yeah. went, she was openly sharing all of her feelings with yeah, us, like, yeah. like we'd known her her whole life. So we just gave her the best advice we could. But I mean, she had to have known that she could say that to us. And we... I think we're just really approachable. I yeah. think that, like... We're just non-judgmental. Yeah, we're just like, we're so we will take you however you are <clears throat> yeah. and love you for it. Like, there is no right or wrong way mm-hmm. to be. We're so open-minded. That's like, that's another thing I like about us. It's like, we're both so open-minded. There's nothing that like would throw me off. Like, I don't, it'd be really hard for someone to like say something to me that would shock me. Yeah. Or like, be I'm like, just so, or that I would be so against and I would like, oh, I can't talk to you. Like, it's like, oh, oh cool. I can't even think of anything that that would, like, obviously... <laughs> really bad things yeah, but I mean like be like a murderer yeah maybe. of course yeah but I mean if you're just like talking about things you believe in yeah. or talking about things you've experienced or you know like I am so open-minded to yeah. like letting anyone believe what they want to believe yeah. there's no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge you I'm yeah. not gonna push my thoughts and feelings upon you like you just need to be yeah. who you are yeah for sure yeah yep so I mean I guess it kind of answered the question about me what way do you think I've changed Oh my God, you've changed so much, actually. You've and again, you've changed same like past five, six years. You've changed a lot. Um, That's what moving out of your home state will do to you. Absolutely, but not only that, but you had you've had trauma, like other kind of trauma that most people will never experience. Thank God, you know, your mom committed suicide in what year, twenty fifteen, and that changed everything. That changed your marriage, changed your whole family dynamics. It changed our dynamic a little bit because you were needing support and I like had to like try to support you more during Mm -hmm. that time and we can talk about this but actually during that time like you and I kind of had a we've only had one falling out in Mm -hmm. our entire friendship and it was around that time that we were coming back together. I was back in your life. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was back yeah, in your life. that's true. You were. But we weren't, like, as we, strong as strong yeah. as we had been previously and as we are, like, right now. So when your mom committed suicide, I remember the morning. I remember the text that you sent all of us. And, um, you know, I think that that was my moment where I was like, okay, I have got to – we've got to come back together. I've got to be there for you. Yeah. I, me- I remember you coming to the house. Yep. Wait, did you come with someone? No, I came alone. Oh, okay. I remember you coming to the house. We, we just hadn't been close in a couple yeah. of years. Like, I wasn't – I came to your wedding, but I wasn't even You weren't in, in your, my wedding, yeah. That's why, that's why you got a divorce. It wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we were even friends when I got en- – I don't think we were friends when I even got engaged. I saw you at Packard's in Oklahoma City after you got engaged, and I was out with a bunch of girls, and I remember – asking you how like you told the story of how it happened yeah um and I just was like congratulations but I didn't know I didn't even know your your fiance at the time so we definitely had a little falling out there when we were like 20 
from like 20 to 22 yeah yeah 20 to 22 i think it was like two years there where we really didn't hang out yeah yeah it was just super weird we just were both going through it yeah we like had like what was the catalyst what made us what made us fall out we lived together well you were dating someone that wasn't good for me good for you and like not that i was ever gonna like not that i was trying to come in the middle of you guys but i i just didn't like him he never came around so i think that pulled you away just naturally yeah and then I don't know. We I had mean, a crazy roommate. We had a yeah, we had a roommate, another girl, and then her and I became close while you were in that relationship and then you didn't like her. No. So I then didn't. like she kind of wedged in between us. Yeah. And then I don't remember like what the pivotal moment was. Yeah. yeah. Was I don't like, know. I think natural... we just all like had a falling out. I think that So I... then you moved out of the apartment because we all lived together. And then you moved out. I moved out. Um I was going through a hard time. He and that, me and that guy broke up, and then obviously I had lost him, and then Where'd I had you lost to? you. I moved back with my parents. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want to live with the other girl that was living with us. Yeah. So I moved back with my mom and dad for like a couple months to kind of like pull myself together and, you know, <laughs> figure out what was the next move. And like that was when I moved out, and then you and I didn't talk for a while. Yeah. And that was really hard because at that time I had lost him and I had lost you. Yeah. And so I was feeling pretty lost in general during that time. Like 21, 22, that was a really hard time for me. Yeah. I was like making new friends too. Like I wasn't hanging, you were hanging out with the, our girls that we you know, always our, hung out with. Yeah. Like our best friends from middle school still. And then I kind of like made new friends through work. I don't know. I, yeah. I just like had a new friend group. So you kind of had that group and then, yeah. I don't know. We never like crossed paths like, yeah. during the two years like that we weren't really talking. Honestly, yeah. I never saw you. <laughs> I know. I know. We never saw each and other. And then I think one night I remember seeing you like speakeasy or something. And we yeah. like went outside and talked, I thought. No, I saw you at Cassie's wedding. I think I think you and your ex came to yeah. our friend's wedding yeah. around Christmas time. Yeah. And then that was like the first time I had seen you in a really long time, you were there with your fiance and we were all sitting at the same like table like oh, really? for the wedding. God, oh. your memory, girl. But I thought we went outside at Speakeasy and talked. We did, but it was after it was that. After? It was okay. after? It was the same okay. night after the wedding. We went out. We all went out after the wedding to oh, Speakeasy. it was the same night. And you and I, I drove. I was like, can I ride with you? Oh, yeah. Okay, and I, I rode that. with you in your car to Speakeasy and then we talked in the car on the way there. And then by the time we got to the bar, we were fine. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Do you remember? We got out of the car, and we hugged, and we were like, okay, let's get a drink, (laughs) and then we were fine. Yeah, that's, okay, I remember that. Yep, that's how it happened. obviously, we just needed to, like, communicate, and we hadn't in two years, and then we just had to come back together and get over our bullshit. Yeah, and then, like you said, we weren't super close, because obviously, you weren't my wedding, which is 2014, and then um, my mom died in 2015, and that's really so. when, like, I was like, okay, we're, I got to come back. Yeah. We got to come back together here yeah. and get this back on track because you were going through it and I wanted to be there for you. Yeah. And I loved your family, obviously. They were my second family, like, growing up. Yeah. For that was sure. devastating. Yeah. I think, obviously, the point of life is to always be growing and we definitely are and have been. So, why do you think it's important to have, whether it be one best friend or like female friends? Oh my god! Like when you when we when we meet women who like don't really have friends, well, it's like, red flag. It's a red flag. It's like red a, flag. Why don't you have friends? You know? I've never not had female friends. Yeah. Like my whole life. Yeah. You know, so I've always I've always had you. I've always had other girls in our life, my life as well, and I've always prioritized my female friendships more than anything, except for the time we just discussed whenever we lived together and I was with that guy. That was really eye-opening and I told myself I would never ever do that again because I was a toxic manipulative relationship that I went into when I was like 19, 20, which made me have a falling out with you Mm -hmm. at that same time. So I really regretted even meeting that man (laughs) because he really messed up my relationship with you. Um, So, I mean, me having... Female friends has always been so important. I just, I just can't, I don't know. I just would feel, I feel more comfortable talking to females than I do with like men. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to have that person to like call and talk to you about absolutely anything and know that it's like going to be fine to tell you whatever I need to say. There's no judgment. There's nothing there besides like love and acceptance and that you're going to help me through whatever I need to get through. Yeah, I, I think like a best friend is so different than a, a husband or your family because it's such a unique relationship. Yeah, it's like you won't tell your husband everything. 
You won't tell your family everything, but you can tell a best friend <laughs> everything. Yes. Yeah. And if you and if you're listening to this and you're like, no, that's not true, then they're not they're not your best friend. That's friends. true. So true. Because if you can't tell them anything mm-hmm. without walking on eggshells or like withdrawing or, or or just not telling them everything. It's like, mm. nope. I mean, that's not the one. I don't even think that best friends describe our relationship. We're life partners at this point. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're life soulmates, yep. life partners. I mean, we don't have secrets at all. Yeah. We never really have, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, as we're getting older, we have, well, we have less and less secrets. There's less, you know, when you're younger, you sneak around, you have boyfriends, mm-hmm. you have different friends, you have all these different circumstances. But when you get an adult, you become more stable. There's less kind of drama and things happening. So, well, that too. And we just talk every single day. So it's like nothing's new. <laughs> yeah, constantly. There's we no, know, like, oh, Oh, I didn't know that. It's like moment to moment life updates all the time. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm like in in London. I'm like, yeah. hey, girl, you out of the gym yeah, yet? Like, yeah. I know exactly where you're at most yeah. of the time. Yeah, so true. That was also kind of hard. The time difference was so hard. We had eight hour time difference for five years. Yeah, like you couldn't talk to me when you were awake until a certain point, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't talk to you after you went to bed for a certain point. <laughs> I yep. was like, gosh, I just want to tell her this. I know it's uh, been amazing since we've been on the back like the same time frame yeah, yeah. for the past two months. It's yeah. been weird because I'm like oh my gosh I can call you now I know 10 p.m. <laughs> I know yeah. how would you give advice to women who are older who are like you just said are hearing this then they don't have a best friend what advice would you give a woman now who's like needs a best friend that doesn't have one how should how could she get one I don't know doesn't like bumble have bf the the bff thing where you can meet other ladies yeah it does I've but, never used it obviously yeah. I don't know I mean it's obviously I... a form I honestly don't know. It's that's hard to answer because I've been blessed because I met you in sixth grade and it's just continued. Yeah. You know, if I hadn't met you, I don't know who what... would be your best friend. Tell me now. I'd be alone. <laughs> I'd just be alone. <laughs> Franklin would be your best friend. <laughs> who is she? I'm gonna slash her tires. No, I don't know how you would like. I just we we got very lucky, and it's very rare because I mean yeah. I know so many people when they hear that we've been friends in sixth grade they're like oh my god that's so amazing yeah so I don't know what would you say how could people find a BFF I I just asked because I'm I'm in so many like networking groups in different states like where I've lived and mainly right now in Denver but I've just seen so many women get on there and just be like I've lived here for two years or three years just like I still haven't haven't met any friends and um I don't know it's really sad to hear that like I don't know I immediately I I don't I immediately made so many friends when I got here I think for me, it's putting myself in environments that of my hobbies and interests, and then I meet people. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously we have at least one common interest that yeah. we're both there. So then, I don't know, it just spirals from there. Like I've, I don't know, met a lot of people at the gyms that I've gone to. Like, I don't know. I just put myself you out do, there. You do like book clubs. You do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I just, yeah. Any interest that I have, I'm like, okay, well, clearly I want someone with the same interest. So it's like dating almost like put yourself in that situation and then be nice (laughs) another thing is like really try to get to know them like don't make it all about you like I always Mm -hmm. ask a lot of questions like I want to get to know them don't make it all about you don't say your drama or like anything like that yeah that's good advice I mean I would definitely say join yeah join some like different groups like a gym or like I do yoga so I met girls in London when I was like at the yoga studio or even like if you just see a girl out and you like her energy, you like what she's wearing, you like her nails, compliment, compliment her. her. I compliment ladies all mm-hmm. the time. I never compliment a man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love nice jeans. Yeah, I love like even like even if it does, even if you don't even like truly love it. Like yeah. yesterday, this girl was checking me out and um, she just wasn't really smiling and like. I could just tell she wasn't having a great day, maybe, or something. And I was like, hey, I love your nails. Those are so cute. She had really long nails. And I was and I was like, is that not hard for you to, like, button your pants with those? I just, like, made a joke yeah. with her. And she, like, smiled. She's like, oh, thank you. And, like, you know, I'm not going to be friends with her. Yeah. But, like, it hopefully helped her day yeah. and give her a little confidence boost. Like, your nails are looking good, babe. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just really try to give love and respect and good energy to other females in the world because we have it rough we have we have a lot more shit that we deal with as women than men I think that's just my personal opinion you could have a different opinion that's totally fine but me personally in my experiences we deal with a lot more shit going on emotionally than men do 
Yeah, and or maybe and... it's just because we talk about it more and men are like, you know, they don't want to talk about it as much. But I don't know. I just like I'm just a, such an emotional creature. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely what you put out is what you attract. So if you're not putting shit out, you're not going to yeah. get anything back. Like Rachel just said, like put out good vibes, put out good energy. Compliment women. No, without conditions, without needing it to be reciprocated. Like just do it to do it, you know. Yeah, just give a compliment today. Make it your yeah. task anywhere you go. You going to Target? You compliment someone at Target, whether it's yeah. someone you pass in the aisle or the woman checking you out or, you know, you're at Walgreens. It does not matter. You never know what your words are going to, how they're going to help somebody else. Even if it's something so small as your hair looks great. I love your outfit. Your nails are great. You have beautiful eyes, whatever you want to say. And you never know that might open a conversation for them to be like, oh my gosh, thank you. What's up with you? Who are you? And then boom, 10 minutes later, you could have a new friend. Yeah. We've done that thousands of times. Yeah. That's how we meet a lot of ladies. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have I way like, more lady friends than men. I like men. how you're saying ladies. Ladies. <laughs> ladies. Oh, all the ladies. I like how you're saying ladies. <laughs> I love the ladies. I love all the ladies. I'm kind of anti-men right now, so. <laughs> That's for you. Just listen to it doesn't here. Yeah, listen to the podcast. My own personal story's yeah. not on there, but maybe yeah. it will be. <laughs> it should be. Okay, so where what are our future plans besides like obviously dying together in the same bed holding hands? Yes, being cremated together into diamonds. Who's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get it? Who's gonna get this rare diamond? It's gonna be on sale for auction for like millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Oh Hopefully one of us has a kid. One of us has to have a baby. God, who's it going to be? Can we do it? Can we draw straws? Coin toss. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> well, per, as of right now, you have somebody and I don't, which yeah. is which is like rare. Yeah. So we're always we're always like that. I know. It's either you're in a relationship and I'm not, or I'm in one and you're like, not. When I got divorced, you got engaged. <laughs> and I got, and now I'm getting a divorce and you're happily with somebody else. <laughs> like, damn it. Why can't we just be together? <laughs> <laughs> we... Like, before, whenever I moved to Florida, I don't know, we always say how we were going to get married. Like, we're going to legally get married, but then... For tax reasons. Yeah, but we need, like... But we still need a man. We need a man somewhere. We could just invite man. a man into the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and then wait, be like, are you taking my name? Are we t- Whose name are we doing? Because we both don't have We our both names. have our ex's <laughs> names. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm not taking Meadowcroft. No, I'm not taking. I'm not taking Fazio. Hell no! That's shared with too many people now. <laughs> you know who you are. Oh my god. Um, no, we have to make do, up a new name. Yeah, we can't do Thunderbird. Both of our last names suck too. I know. Our maiden names and our married oh, names. We have god. to like, we just have to come up with something we both love that would sound good with both of our names. And then just change your name to that. Right. We both have two syllables. So. Okay. Stay tuned, people. We'll come back to you and let her know. With a merry name we're choosing. (laughs) Well, Uh, we are going to continue to do the It Doesn't End Here podcast. We have season three in the works, and then I have some really good ideas for season four and five. Mm -hmm. So. Rachel's definitely the creative. I am the creative. I constantly get ideas of different types of stories, different things that we could do to just help spread awareness and education. So yeah, hopefully just continue to work on the podcast. And obviously you're growing your business, you're growing habits you love, you're doing your thing. Moving back to Florida. Mm-hmm. You're moving back to Florida. All over the place. Rachel's moved back to Oklahoma for now. Well, yeah, for now, for a while. For now. I mean, I don't yeah. have any, I'm not sure. I, I'm, you know, I'm renting an apartment. I just got a new job, which I'm going to start in July, which is fantastic. I just bought my new car last week. Yay, yay, yeah. Have a car drove for the first her, time drove in six her to years. Colorado. It did, yeah. <laughs> Miss Luna Lovegood. <laughs> Shout out to all the Harry Potter fans. Yes. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, my life has taken a very drastic turn in the past couple of months. I left London. I'm now getting a divorce. And I'm trying to just kind of recenter and focus myself and once again be like, who is Rachel mm-hmm. without London and without my ex and without Kayla in the same state? I'm kind of having to figure that all out all over again. So but you have much better foundation. I do. I have a much better foundation. I know the tools that I need to cope with my anxiety and my stresses. And 
I have really good boundaries. Yeah, um, really good. If somebody does me wrong or slights me, you know, I'm not going to like go off on the person and like chew them out or anything. I literally just block them out of my life and just block them out of my energy. I don't have time for that. Mm-mm. I don't have time for anyone that's going to make me feel like shit. I don't have time for anyone that's going to not up-level my life and Mm -hmm. add positive, good things to my life. That's, I guess, some advice I have for anyone listening to this is, like, just don't take anyone's shit. That doesn't mean that you have to be rude and, like, write them the whole paragraphs, long text messages about how you feel. Silence is more powerful. Mm -hmm. Block them and move on with your life. I'd say that's one good thing about us is we bring... Okay, it's 50-50, but it's also 100-100. It's like we bring... One of us is not weighing the other down. You know what I mean? Like one of us is not like, oh my God, like I need you. Like we're always like... The same. We're we're the same. We're always like challenging each other, pushing each other, helping each other grow. We're always on the up and up. There's no like dragging each other down or you know what I mean? We have such good conversations about like what's your hopes and your dreams and your goal and what do you want to do? Yeah. And then, you know, we try to get together and be like, okay, cool. Let's try to get to that. Like, how can I support you? How can you support me? That's the best way we've been able to build the friendship is just really through support and love for each other. Yep. And consistency. Consistency is key in any relationship. I don't... Keep showing up. Always. I would show up for you any day, anywhere, Mm -hmm. any place on this planet. Mm -hmm. I can't even swim. And if I had to throw on a life jacket (laughs) to get in an ocean, girl, I'd be there. I hate hate sharks too, but I'd be there. I'd be in a canoe. If I was 100 yards out in an ocean drowning, would you come save me? Yes, and then I'd drown myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, babe, I'm coming. (laughs) Under the water we go. (laughs) (laughs) So I said I had to have a life vest. I'd have a a little floaty. Don't worry. I'd at least have a noodle. I'd throw you a noodle. guys well hopefully you enjoyed that episode we could talk for hours honestly we should just have a live stream while you're here we should of all the things that we're doing (laughs) (laughs) kayla has been helping me from this weekend with the behind the scenes things taking place in my life again the support is always there and these are things that going on with me which i'm not going to share right now Mm -hmm. i might share them later on on my podcast but you know i have a lot of shit going on and I'm like emotionally struggling, right? A little bit. Um, I was two just, days you're ago. You're just in a place of stress a little bit, and we all go through that. So it's just about how to cope with it. Yes, but I knew. It's how we react to what is going on. Yes, and I knew <laughs> that like me coming here and being here with you was going to like recenter myself, give myself the positive vibes and energy that I need and to know that it's all going to work out the way it's supposed to. And you're just like such a good constant in my life to remind me of that when I'm feeling stressed Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling anxious because you've been through so much stress and anxiety for multiple things in your life yeah over the past you know well since 2014 I would say Mm -hmm. and so you know for me I kind of knew like this was going to be a great trip for our soul and that I just really really needed it yeah that's why you're here I love you I love you. Hugs. We're, we're hugging we're right hugging. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was so great. Thanks love for it. having me on your pod. Of course. All right, guys. Um, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.